0: Every day is upside down, in Hi and welcome to the Sojiland show where everybody's upside down and I'm a very very lucky girl today because as you can see I have Sasha Bachmann sitting next to me and uh I got lucky and got to train with him today and he's a very busy man so we're just gonna dive right into it and I'm gonna ask my first question because um, you came from you came from a gymnastics background right your family were gymnasts. So how did you come to performing?
1: Um, how did I come to performing? Well, there's lots of different stories of how this happened. The main, the real reason is actually that my parents wanted to move to Canada
0: mm-hmm.
1: when I was very young, when I was 14. And I didn't want to go to Canada, I wanted to stay in Germany. So they were looking for something in Canada that I might like or something to make me like Canada, to see that Canada is not so bad. So they founded Soccer School in Montreal And sent me there for a summer camp for two weeks, hoping that I'll see that Montreal is not so bad or Canada is not so bad. I went to the summer camp and I realized Canada is cold and not so cool, but circus (laughs) I really, really like and I really wanted to go to the circus school. And one year later I had auditioned and I had joined Mm -hmm. the circus school, but they were still in Germany.
0: And you were 15 years old? I was
1: 15 when I started circus school. I did five years there, so I graduated when I was 20. Cool. So that's the main story
0: cool and did you get into a show right away
1: actually the day that i so while i was at circus school i was all doing a lot of like special events and gigs around montreal and toronto Mm -hmm. like one night gala shows and then actually the day that i graduated i moved down to new york city to join the pippin musical on broadway where i did three months on broadway and then i did a year of the u.s tour so i really started working instantly i was lucky
0: sounds awesome Okay, so for what I know, uh, you're one of the like, um, most famous performers in the hand balancing scene.
1: You don't think so? I mean, I think there's a lot of us.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you are very, you're very present, I think. So I was wondering if um, you having this as a job takes away the passion out of hand balancing itself or also straps mm. or whatever else you do.
1: No, honestly I know I don't think so. I think the fact that it is my job in a way gives to the passion Mm. because for me personally when I would just be training for whatever fun or Instagram reasons or whatever I'm not sure if I would be where I am now technically and or in general I don't think actually I would keep going as hard Because it is kind of all the training that I do, like I don't necessarily love training every day. Like every once in a while I'll have a good day or I'll have drink like an, a Red Bull and be stomach. And I'll be really excited to train, it will be awesome. But to do the same thing every day for 10 years, three hours a day is hard mentally. Yeah. And if I wouldn't have the shows, if I wouldn't know in two weeks there's a big show where I want to do this trick, I probably wouldn't learn it within two weeks. If right. that makes sense. So the show gives me a deadline and it gives me a reason. And at the end, really all the training it really is for the shows.
0: That's really interesting. I also think it's an interesting message for all the people out there who think that it has to be fun each and every time.
1: I mean, like you said, I come from a family of gymnasts who my grandfather was like the national coach. My brother graduated from Cambridge University in London. Like, I think it was always a part of my family to understand that things can be fun, but it's also very military in a way.
0: Okay. So, so like, And I discipline. think too,
1: especially hand bouncing is something that if it's fun every time, like either you're that one chosen human being in the whole world or you're doing it wrong. Like hand bouncing is not easy. It's a pain. It's <laughs> obviously it's fun sometimes, but most of the time it's just hard work.
0: Yeah. yeah. I noticed this session was just <laughs> insane on my shoulders. Um, do you also teach?
1: Um, I, I mean, do teach. for me now, but.
0: Um,
1: at the moment I teach a bit more because I don't really work much because mm-hmm. we moved here so my wife can be in absent so i work like special events every once in a while but i do have more time now so i teach more but if i'm on like a regular show schedule it's harder for me to teach simply because i don't necessarily have that much time
0: mm-hmm. like i'll
1: do like one or two shows and i need to recover and i need to train and i still try to like develop new things so i train straps turn hand bouncing go to dance class or whatever mm-hmm. so honestly like in a day of 24 hours it's not that much time to teach
0: Right. Speaking of time, um, you're also very uh, like you can do a lot of different things. You also do straps and you're a generalist. Um, How do you manage all these different kinds of training? Um,
1: I think it's important to make decisions. What is important to you? What do you what's important to you in a bigger picture? Mm -hmm. And then what's important at this particular moment? So in a bigger picture, it's important to me that I hand balance, that I keep my straps on a high level Mm -hmm. and then i tumble every once in a while so i don't lose it Mm -hmm. my three main disciplines but then now i know for example my next contract so i'm gonna go to for a week and i'm only gonna hand balance there so at this particular moment i'm gonna focus on hand balancing but i'll make sure that let's say once a week i still train a bit like half an hour straps just to stay in touch with it if i know i go to a contract like next year in during the summer i do a contract where i do my straps act in my Hand bouncing and bouncing at the same show. So then before this contract, I'll be training like 50-50. Mm-hmm. It really depends on the in the moment priority. Then I was creating my new strap sack that I barely did any hand bouncing and like for two months, I've really trained straps every day and creating mm-hmm. and really just focusing on that.
0: Interesting, so you kind of have phases where you're very Absolutely. focused on one thing. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to work well.
1: Sometimes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do you deal with recovery?
1: i'm young i don't need to recover <laughs> no i mean it's it's okay. honestly it's getting harder like it's not like when i was 16 i could train for hours i could party all night and i feel great the next day no like it's
0: holy shit, you would do that
1: of course <laughs> i was at circus school five years of college
0: tell us more no
1: let not um <laughs> no i mean honestly it's getting harder to like manage recovery i think because I've be, I'm used to training a lot and it's always been a big priority to me to train a lot. Mm-hmm. I do understand how what my body needs and what mm-hmm. I need to give to my body is just constant adjustments. Constant adjustment, like what kind of food does my body crave? What kind of food makes my body feel good? How much do I need to sleep? And what do I need to do outside? Do I need to go to, I don't know, Bikram yoga? yoga? Like, do we need to go to the sauna? Like, if you have a pain in your body, it's like analyzing what this pain actually is like is this your joint that's hurting is this your ligament that's hurting is this just a sore muscle is this is actually just a bruise because you hit yourself like mm-hmm. And then understanding how to treat these different things
0: and how do you develop this kind of feeling for your own body
1: i mean i started like doing gymnastics six seven hours a day six days a week when i was five years old so it's really just it came with it mm-hmm. and i was always interested in my own body so like i studied personal training i studied some physio stuff mm-hmm. on the side just to like understand more and i was my whole life I was in touch with it but, like this is the one thing that
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know that in, in a way matters to me so
0: mm-hmm. and it's also important for your survival
1: yeah it is but well, it's the thing it's my survival it's my work but it's also that's all I do every day mm-hmm. you know it's not like somebody who goes to university to study math for example you'll know a lot about math
0: mm-hmm. but he'll
1: spend like eight hours a day on math like I spend 24 hours a day on my body
0: right yeah
1: so you just you learn a lot about it
0: Cool. Have you developed any kind of um, system or do you have like a rehab, prehab routine that you do in addition to your practice?
1: Nothing really in particular yet, no. Like, no.
0: What about injuries? I
1: mean, I think because I know my body so well, I'm able to actually like stay injury free mm-hmm. most of the times. Cool. Like the only injuries that I'll get is usually that I have like, that I get sore very, very sore, like too sore, like I wanted to learn a new hand bouncing trick and the logical way would be I do two minutes on the first day, five minutes on the second day and then slowly build it up, but no, I have to on the first day do an hour of it and I can't do it for two weeks. Because you know? get
0: really obsessed about
1: exactly. it. Exactly, and I'm super sore and then I can't do anything for like two weeks. That's basically the only injury that I get now. Okay. But usually not real injuries, no. It's
0: interesting that that happens to you of still. Of course, after 10 can... years of hand
1: bouncing, I still need to learn this trick on the
0: first day. So what are you working <laughs> on right now?
1: Lots of stuff. Secrets.
0: Secrets.
1: (laughs) Now I've been working a lot on like a new, like a very different and new style of hand bouncing. And we'll hopefully see...
0: Can you tell us something about
1: that?
0: (laughs) You You said you were gonna be uh, in the Palazzo show in Vienna. I'm gonna be
1: in Vienna, yes, but I'm gonna do my real act there, my my big act, not the new act.
0: (laughs) Speaking of acts, um, do you produce them yourself? Like do you do the choreography and everything?
1: No, not anymore, no. So the act that I do at Palazzo, the hand act, is like the structure and the idea of it is all mine. And the act actually is also mine, but for some my arrow straps act, I did not, I didn't choreograph it at all. I came up with the tricks, most of them, and... but the music and the choreography and everything my wife did, Anastasia. Who's your wife? She is, she does do straps in absent. Anastasia. Yeah.
0: Cool, that must be the perfect life.
1: It is, and you know it's sunny every day. in Vegas, so Yeah.
0: So you actually live here?
1: At the moment we do live here, yes. Mm-hmm. We moved here three, four months ago for her to do absinthe.
0: Cool. Well I envy you and I already told you if I could relive my life I would do it like you did. <laughs> Starting very early and going <laughs> to circus school right away. But I get to admire people like you, that's also cool. Thank you, (laughs) thank you. Yeah, well, um, I actually didn't mention this, but Sasha has been featured in so many shows. Uh, Cirque du Soleil is just one of them. But I will put the links to his website and to his Instagram, Facebook down below, so you can um, get more information about him. And other than that, that was it. I will (laughs) let you run free again and I will see you next Monday. On the Sillydance show remember to keep it playful cuz the world is your playground so just do whatever you love